0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. This is actually a special week because it is episode 52. Um, So this is uh, the official one-year anniversary celebration extravaganza. It was a little bit uh, over a year ago now um, because I did miss a couple weeks of of podcasting over this year, but it is... uh, it's awesome to think about that I've been doing a year's worth of episodes of this podcast. You know, I started it um, over a year ago because I like podcasts. There's several podcasts I still listen to regularly, and I like to give my opinion. I'm pretty opinionated. As you, If you've listened to any of uh, episodes of this podcast, you can probably tell that. And so I thought, well, you know, if these people can have a podcast, I probably can have a podcast. And um you know there's been a lot of people that have have listened to this podcast over this last year uh my goal is is to continue to grow the audience as we in, enter into the second quote unquote season of this podcast and thank you for everybody that that takes time to listen every week um and we're just going to continue to rock and roll as as this new uh, year goes on for podcasting so Not a lot of sports news this week, but I'm going to go over a couple of things. Um, I'm also, instead of listener questions this week, because quite frankly, I didn't get really any listener questions, um, we are going to uh, do the top five best moments of Texas Tech sports this season. You know, we're going to do a couple of top five lists um, as the summer goes on, uh, since it is a slow, uh, really a slow uh, news time for. um, Tech, really tech sports and I, I mean I'll give you my opinion on things when they pop up and some other stuff going on um, and then we'll have the Chris Carpenter tip of the week so let's talk about the kind of the news that came out this week um, I, I want to start off by putting a little bit of a bow on the Texas Tech call our college baseball season um, you know overall pretty pretty good uh, pretty good season. Um, You know, it'll be interesting to see who comes back, who doesn't. I think you're going to see a lot of new faces on this tech baseball season, a uh, baseball team next season. But you know, I think they'll they'll be in the same position that they were this year. You know, they will certainly uh, be in the NCAA tournament. Hopefully, they get to host next year, and you know, hopefully go on a little bit of a run. You know, college baseball uh, keeps rocking and rolling. Super regionals are going on this weekend got some unfortunate news. Uh the Aggies are going to Omaha. That's that's unfortunate. And the Shorthorns still have a chance to go to Omaha. So that'll be two teams if that happens, I'll be rooting against. <laughs> um the I think the big the big story so far is Tennessee and Notre Dame. Tennessee's back is against the wall um tonight and they actually breaking news the Vols force a game 3. So they win We'll have a Game 3. Um, you know, it was a bit of a disaster on Friday for Tennessee. I mean, they had people getting thrown out left and right, and, and Notre Dame came to play. Uh, kudos to them. I'm real impressed by them. Um, you know, I wouldn't be upset if Notre Dame goes to the College World Series because they're the ones that eliminated Tech. I think it would make Tech look look, look good. Uh, but I you know I still think and I, I answered this question on last week's episode I still think um, Tennessee's probably the the favorite until they're eliminated and so they're you know we got an interesting game three set up for tomorrow and we'll see what happens um the shorthorns have got a interesting game three hopefully they lose Oklahoma's gonna have a game three as well and they you know, I think they can beat Virginia Tech. They already beat them once. they got to beat them one more time. But, you know, Oklahoma, I think, has been extremely underrated um, in this baseball season. You know, I've seen them play multiple times against Tech. And, you know, they're they're a really solid team. So, should be interested to see who gets to Omaha. We already know we're going to root against the Aggies. Are we going to have to root against the Shorthorns too? We'll find out tomorrow. So, that's kind of what's going on with the college baseball right now. Um, basketball we're gonna kind of shift gears talk a little bit about tech basketball. there's really the only big uh, news item is the um, there's there's a chance that they're gonna get that player out of North Carolina coming in. He's gonna most likely make his decision on Monday and Tech is in the top three. So could be interesting to see Obviously would be a huge addition for uh, Tech if it happens. You know, like I said, you know there were people freaking out two months ago when you know Shannon McCuller transferred, Malik Wilson transferred. Um, was there anybody else that transferred? Well, uh, Calhoun transferred earlier in the in the in the season, but you know that that you know who's who's going to play next year. You know, you were losing Bryson Williams, you were losing Adonis Arms, you know Santos Silva, you were losing him. You know, Mark Adams just went out, and you know. Put in the work, re-recruited, and I think you are going to have another solid uh, basketball team. You know, no matter if this player commits or not on Monday, so be fun to watch. Can't wait till October or going into November when this Tech basketball team tips off. They're going to get to go to Maui this year, which I think that's going to be really fun—the uh, Maui Invitational. I've, I've wanted Tech to go to participate in that tournament, and you know, you've got you are going to have some solid opponents down the, uh, down there, and. You know, we'll see what happens, but I think this is going to be another solid year, great year for the Tech basketball team. So, the other uh, big piece of uh, news relating this week is uh, football, and congratulations to Joey McGuire. He is going to be on the front cover of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. The if you if you're not from Texas. This is a big deal. The Texas football, uh, Dave Campbell's Texas football, comes out um, every summer. And it is, if you love football, if you love Texas football, even Texas high school football, it is the magazine to get. I mean, I remember my dad always getting it, too. And you could flip through and see. I mean, they would have, they they not only have uh, start, stories and articles on every uh, college, Texas college football team, but you also they will they go literally district by district from six A all the way to six man. It's called one A now, but I think six man's. I mean, it's a more marketable name uh, of every single high school football team, and then they'll predict where they finish, things like that. So, did get a little bit of bad news this week with it, unfortunately, because uh, because of the you know our lovely supply chain issue problem that we're we're having. Um, you know, if you want to buy it at the store, it's probably going to be late July, early August before you can get it. But you know, Joey McGuire is going to be on the cover. The last Tech coach that was on the cover was uh, Cliff Kingsbury. He, he was on the cover with Patrick Mahomes a few years ago. But, yeah, um, you know, this football season, it's continuing to uh, going to be, I think it's going to be exciting. Hopefully Tech will surprise some people. Um, This year, Um, I think, again, I think they're they are talented enough to get to the six win mark. I'll make my official predictions in August, but I think on paper, everything looks like they they can get to six wins. Could they uh, pop pop and bubble up to get more? We'll see. You know, I think it's doable with the Big 12. I think they've got a pretty big middle middle of the pack uh, teams in the Big 12. And I think certainly Tech is among those that possibly could bubble up and get themselves maybe to seven wins, eight wins. Uh, we'll talk more about that when we get to August. The last big news story I want to comment on this week, and then we're going to kind of get to our top five list, is the Big 12 itself. We, we learned um, yesterday, in fact, that the four teams that are coming in, UCF, Houston, BYU, and Cincinnati, they are going to be joining the conference next year for the 2023 season. So um, at this point, Texas and Oklahoma are going to be in the Big 12 as well. So the Big 12 will be a 14-team league in 2023 and twenty possibly 2024. I still wouldn't be surprised if uh, with this news, with these four teams coming in, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Texas and Oklahoma exit out um, this year. I think there's a 50-50 chance of that happening. If they don't, you're going to have a 14-team conference in 2023. Here's here's what I think should happen. If, if these two are going to stay with the new teams, road games for all Big 12 games for Texas and Oklahoma. That's what I think should happen. All kidding aside, it should happen. It won't happen, but, you know, I've talked about this in previous podcasts. I'm not really a fan of traditional divisions and especially now with the NCAA changing the uh, the rule about you have to have two, two two divisions and the two division champions have to meet in a conference championship. now it just has to be the top two teams in your league. I don't see any benefit for the Big 12 to go to either a traditional North-South division or East-West division. I really like the pod idea, and I've talked about that on past podcasts um, where you have maybe uh, three four-team pods or four three-team pods. It's goofy with 14 teams, but again, whatever is bad for UT and OU – do it to them, make them, make them travel on the road with the new pods. And I just, yeah, but I, I, I would prefer a pod system. And, um, you know, I think there's, I've talked about it in past podcasts. There's, there's some, uh, definitely, I think some good pods and bad pods for tech to be in. I would prefer that they stay with Oklahoma state. I think Oklahoma state should be on the schedule every football season. The other team that would be with them, you know, Possibly Houston. I think you can build a good rivalry with Houston and Texas Tech. Baylor, I think, would be a good a good one to have on your schedule every year. But you know, stick with Oklahoma State is is would be the big thing uh, for me. Now, the other uh, thing that they looks like, and this is a disappointment to me, that they're going to go with with the expanded Big Twelve is it sounds like you're going to have an eighteen team basketball conference schedule. I'm a bit disappointed in that. I think the Big 12 had an opportunity to do something extremely different and stick with a round-robin schedule. Yes, I understand. That's 26 games with Texas OU. And then when you get to – when you're back to having just 12 teams, that's going to be 22 games, which knocks out a lot of your non-conference. But let's be honest with each other would you rather see Texas Tech play a big 12 opponent in December or Savannah State or an Alabama state at the USA <sighs> give us give us all the big 12 you can get but you know I'd rather play Kansas home and home and I don't you're not with with you having an 18 team schedule I don't think that's gonna happen than, you know do what you did before where every other year Kansas has to come to the USA. So I'm a bit disappointed in that. There's still time, uh, future Big 12 Commissioner Kirby Hokut. I know you listen to the Chris Carpenter Show. I'm, I'm telling you, let's, let's be innovative here, and let's be a basketball conference that plays completely round robin. Everybody plays everybody home and home you know i think it just enhances the reputation of the big 12 so tune in we'll see what happens uh, i think it's still going to be a fluid situation but you know i'm 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 excited for these four teams to come in texas ou good riddance to you don't let the door hit you on the way out and let's let's get back off to the races so we're going to take a break and then when i come back we are going to talk about the top 5 best moments of tech sports in this 2021-2022 sports year. And welcome back to this episode 52, one-year extravaganza edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. Um, I do want to remind you, uh, there aren't any listener questions this week, but I do want to remind you two best ways to to, uh, ask listener questions. Number one. Follow the official Twitter of The Chris Carpenter Show, which is at The C-Carp Show. And then follow the official TikTok of The Chris Carpenter Show, which is The Chris Carpenter Show. So um, follow those two social media platforms. So let's talk about, like I said, uh, in the next few weeks, we're going to do some top five lists as we kind of get ready for a new tech sports season to start in August. And so today we're going to talk about the top five best tech sports moments of the year. I've got my top five. I do have a couple of honorable mentions that I want to talk about. And the first honorable mention goes to the Lady Raiders, and that is when they beat Texas at... Austin and Vic Schaefer made a big donkey out of himself that was a fun moment it revealed number one that Vic Schaefer's a bozo donkey but number two you know this Lady Raiders program is so close to breaking through I I think maybe they can break through this year and what I mean by breakthrough let's have a winning season get ourselves back to postseason they're almost there and um, I think that this year won an honorable mention moment beating the University of Texas the shorthorns they ended up in the elite eight this year at the Irwin Center uh honorable mention best moment my other honorable mention best moment this goes to the the men's or the Red Raider basketball team and that is when they beat Baylor at Waco now I know they swept them and that's awesome but the reason I picked beating Baylor at Waco as as a special moment for the sports season is, remember um, when they beat Baylor at Waco, number one, Baylor was undefeated at the time. Uh, undefeated national champion at that point, And this was the second game, or excuse me, this was the third game in the Big 12 opening season. And this was, uh, you know, Tech was in a situation at that point. They were still shorthanded. Um, both McCuller, Shannon, not playing. And so, you know, the team just took it to them. And it was another one of those situations. You know, Baylor jumped out to half uh, to a first-half lead. Tech battled, battled in the first half. Um, going into halftime, they were down single digits. And then they just came out firing on all cylinders in the second half. I just didn't look back. And, you know, to me, that was a, that was the moment where I thought, you know what, I think this team is going to be special, Um, and they they proved us right. So that's honorable mention as far as uh, Tech season. So let's start with uh, our top five. So my number five uh, best moment of the Tech sports season was the football team beating Iowa State in football. And so let's set this up. You know, this was um, Tech at that point was five and five. And they were, you know, they had fired Matt Wells. They had gone to Oklahoma, played at Norman, and it was a typical, you know, butt-beaten at Norman. They come back home, and they've um, they've got three chances to get themselves to bowl eligibility. Donovan Smith, he's making his first start. Um, so Henry Columbia was benched. And Donovan Smith played a heck of a game. Played a heck of a game. Tech jumps out to an early lead against Iowa State. And then we get to the third quarter. Iowa State starts coming back. And they come back third, fourth quarter. They take the lead. And, you know, remember there was some wild and wacky stuff going on. You had the refs, and the refs quite frankly – You can suspend me, Bob Bowlesby. Well, you're heading out the door anyway. But the refs, quite frankly, they wanted Iowa State to win the game. You had them kicking out whole sections of Tech fans. Later on, you have Bob Bowlesby, the bozo, old man, um, suspending the Tech broadcasting crew for their comments. It's all setting up for another Tech flame out. And Taco Tech folding like a giant taco. And then... Jonathan Garabay, 54-yarder, kicks it, and it's – I mean, it's not even a doubt. It's good. Tech is beaten Iowa State. They get the Matt Campbell monkey off their back. They're bowl eligible, wild and wooly. I mean, it completely changes this football season and really the trajectory of the football team – Um because they end they end up on a positive note, which we'll talk about later. But gets them to bowl eligibility, and boom, what a what a moment. What a moment. A little bit of Jones AT&T Stadium magic again. We hadn't seen that in a long time, but Jonathan Garibay brings some magic to Jones AT&T Stadium again. So that was my number five best moment. My number four is a baseball moment, and it is Jay Shung k-state walk-off this is in the midst of tech struggling on sundays to win games and so this was a typical weekend series you know morris birdsell both pitch heck of a game tech has already clinched the series we go into uh sunday and it's another (laughs) it's it's a typical sunday struggle for tech k-state's winning going into the bottom of the ninth jace young Walk-off home run, boom, your first sweep of the Big 12 season. Um, courtesy of Jay Syung. So that's my number four best moment of this sports season for tech. Number three is beating Mississippi State at the Liberty Bowl. Huge moment, another unexpected moment, in my opinion, from this football team. I really, you know, I really thought they were going to be overmatched, taking on Mississippi State. You had the whole leech thing hanging over you. And again, Donovan Smith playing lights out. Defense played lights out. And I mean, they put the beating to the Bulldogs there um, at the Liberty Bowl. And just what I mean, what a great, what a great send off to that coaching staff that stayed. Great send off to Sonny Cumbie. And, you know, you end with a bowl victory. First bowl victory since 2015, or excuse me, first bowl, it wasn't 2015, first bowl victory since 2013 with, uh, with Davis Webb and the Holiday Bowl uh, crew. Great moment. And really, I, 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 um, I'm hopeful that that is, creates a little bit more of excitement uh, for this football team that, well, they won a bowl game, momentum with uh, Joey Maguire's first year. So that's my number, that's my number three best moment in uh, the Texas Tech sports year. So number two, it is another baseball one and it is the Kurt Wilson walk-off. Did it twice, not once, but twice against UT. And quick reminder this is this was the opening big 12 series Tech playing UT UT prohibitive favorite to win the big 12 title and Friday night you got Andrew Morris pitching lights out. It's a back and forth game. We're going bottom of the ninth and what does Kurt Wilson do? He steals home to win the game. Huge moment, awesome moment. Can he top that? Well, yes, he does. He tops it on Saturday. You got Birdsell on the mound this time. Back and forth game, and Kurt Wilson, what does he do? Walk off Grand Slam to win the game. What can you say? You take the series from UT. Yeah, they did. They whipped you on Sunday, but a lot of teams whipped Tech on Sunday this year. But they take the series. Kurt Wilson walks it off twice, and that's my number two best sports moment of this season. And then finally, number one, is there any doubt what it is? February 1st, 2022, the return of Country Club Beard to the USA and Tech putting a beating to to his shorthorns and proving without a doubt that it was always Mark Adams doing it. That's my number one best moment of this Tech season. Yes, I know I'm missing out on Tech going to Sweet 16. I mean, that's a fun moment, but... To me, the number one moment's got to be winning with the return. I mean, that whole, that entire game was so hyped. Um, you had Ric Flair showing up. You had, I mean, it was the hardest ticket, literally the hardest ticket to get. Uh, you had tickets going as high as two, $3,000. And I was legitimately concerned that it was gonna be so hyped up that tech was gonna come out lay an egg but I didn't consider it's Mark Adams and Mark Adams had that team ready to go and from the opening tip they played a heck of a game and got themselves of I mean it was I mean it really that game never really was in doubt for tech and they were able to get the win and again prove Adams didn't get on the plane, and it all worked out in the end for Tech. Um, And then they ended up sweeping them a few weeks later. But to me, the number one best sports moment, February 1st, Tech getting the revenge on Country Club Beard at the USA and exorcising that demon back to Austin. Um. Boom! There you go. You know, uh, the uh, I want to credit the Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland for this this uh co- this commentary here, um, because you know one of the his questions this week on his radio show was give a grade to this tech athletic department for this year, and and by the way, I know the the women's track team is still running, and I think they're going to finish top ten, could be even top five, um, but i would I would give this athletic year, I would give it probably a B plus. Um, what holds it back? Well, football still only went seven and six. Um, I think you still had some football moments and next week I'm gonna do the low points of the of the of the tech sporting season. Football, I think holds it back a little bit. I don't, I mean, basketball doesn't hold it back. I think if you get to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament, you have an v- extremely successful basketball season. I think tech baseball only going to the regional and uh, only, I mean, I'm saying that a little bit in jest. I think if you broke through, got yourself to a super regional, I think that pushes it up to an A minus. But, you know, I think the condition of the athletic department right now, is as good as it's been, um, which, by the way, I'm not. You know, if Kirby is going to become the new Big Twelve commissioner, he's leaving this Tech athletic department in an extremely uh, good spot. Um, I think the Lady Raiders are going to be better. Um, volleyball has had a strong. Uh, they they're getting back to postseason. To obviously, tennis and golf. Uh, you know, softball's a mess, but softball's been a mess. You know, um, hire Darren Hayes. That's where, or excuse me, hire Shannon Hayes. Psst, psst, bring him back, um, if he want if he wants to come back. But um, you know, I think overall this was a great athletic season for Tech, and I'm excited for the next year. I'm excited to see the beginning of the Joey McGuire era. Um I think basketball is going to put together another special season. Baseball will be back, and I think the Lady Raiders are going to break through this year. So, but overall, I'd probably give it a B minus. Um I think you're 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 almost there. You're almost there. And if football can make a breakthrough, which I think with Joey McGuire they can, you know, this is a this is a great uh great athletic uh department at tech, you know, they're not the redheaded stepchild for the state of Texas anymore. And they're not the redheaded stepchild stepchild for A&M and UT anymore. And I I think that they're, you know, it's a solid athletic program. And I think they're going to have great, great moments in this next season. So we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, it'll be time for the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. And welcome back to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. It is now time for the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. And my tip of the week is one that's dealing with the American flag. Um, Coming up this Tuesday is June 14th, which is Flag Day. It's also my parents' anniversary. So I always remember June 14th. And I'm really happy to say that there will be an American flag flying outside my house. And that is because, thanks to my local Kiwanis club, um, you pay a, pay a fee and they put, your, they put an American flag out in your front for several holidays, now, in my community, they put an American flag out for President's Day, Armed Forces Day, Memorial Day, Flag Day, Fourth of July, Labor Day, 9-11, and Veterans Day. Uh, now, some other communities um, they don't put them out as much. Um, I know, like where my mom lives, um, they they don't put it out for. They only put it out for Flag Day. Memorial Day, Fourth of July, Veterans Day, maybe Labor Day, I don't know. Um, But, you know, look into wherever you live, whatever community you live in, and I I can almost 100% guarantee to you that the local Kiwanis Club in your community does that, and it's really a very reasonable fee, you know. For for example, for me, for those eight holidays, I pay forty dollars a year. So That's five dollars per holiday to have an American flag put out, and it's really awesome, uh, you know, to see the amount of people that participate in this, and it's just, it's just a really I think it's a really good way to honor our country, which I know it's not as in vogue with some of the people, Steve Kerr, LeBron James greg popovich um but it's a really great way to to just uh honor celebrate these these great american holidays so and i think it's used as a fundraiser for those local clubs as well so it goes it goes to a good cause so you know contact your kiwanis club and you know get participating in it so Hope everybody has a good rest of their weekend. I will be back this Wednesday for the third Midweek Madness of the Summer. This Wednesday, we're going to talk about uh my history of gaming. And I'm going to give you my review of the latest Jurassic Park movie, Jurassic World Dominion. So tune in Wednesday. It'll be ready to go. Again, follow the Chris Carpenter Show um, on Twitter at the the official Twitter is at The C-Carp Show. And then also follow the official TikTok of The Chris Carpenter Show, which is just simply The Chris Carpenter Show. And I will see you Wednesday for Midweek Madness, and then I will see you next week. We're going to have – it's it will be the season premiere of The Chris Carpenter Show, episode 53. Hope everybody has a good week, and I will see you next time on The Chris Carpenter Show.